Tequila. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ben. And I'm Alan. Join us as we tell stories and have fun. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hello, how you doing? It's your man, Ben. Alan, we here again. We are here once again, and we are going to be discussing something that we find very important. The thing that started it all. Bartending. You already know how we got into it, how we started this. And Ben, tell us your bartending story. I have always been the person that makes the drinks. Any family function, since I was like in my 20s, I've always just made the drinks. And at one point I was like, hmm, you know what? I probably should become a bartender. So 10 years ago, I did a two-week course to become a bartender. When I was doing the course, I asked my trainer, it was this this white chick, I forgot what her name was, Haley, Heather, or some shit. And she was like, oh, Ben, you're going to be a great bartender. And I was like, oh, are you going to remember me after I leave? She's like, no. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you paid your tuition, which is what she focused on. <laughs> she didn't care. Then she told you the truth. I, and yeah, she did. What's the most important thing you learned? And it was like a, a emphasis on on cleanliness and being engaging with the customers because it's very important that you want to make sure that you're not the dirty bartender. We've all known yeah. the dirty bartender. People and can get sick when you you know you slack on being clean. You don't want that to happen. But that's my story, Alan. Why don't you tell us so how did you get the bartender? My story is in college at North Carolina A and T. Shout out A and T Aggie Pride. I was always the one bartending at house parties. Yeah, and I was always the one reminding friends that we needed enough ice, we need <laughs> enough juice, we need enough cups. We can't just have no organization. So I was always the one. So after college, when I went to D.C. to work, um, I always wanted to bartend, mm. but I never had a license. And so one of the loopholes is to work at a wedding or event venue. Mm. A lot of those venues and those companies that do bartending for weddings they do not require you to have a license. And so right. there yeah. was a, a lady named Lakaya Renfro who ran Bartenders to Go who hired me. Yeah. And uh, she took a chance on me. I did very good for her. And she got a lot of clients. And so we, I did a lot of weddings and private events in D.C. And so that's how it started. I've been working in the wedding and event space for a while now, bartending. So that was how it started, though. I'm sure we all have stories like everybody got has a, a crazy story from bartender, just like a, a nice story. Yeah. So like, what's one of the most memorable stories from your days of bartender? One of the events we worked at Chastain Horse Park where <laughs> one of the guests just, you know, there's an actual horse park right next to it. <laughs> she decided to take off her heels, <laughs> go downstairs, hop a fence, and sprint repeatedly around the horse track. I hope she didn't step on glass or oh. anything. I just, she was barefoot. She and I was. mean, she probably had quite a bit to drink. Not too much because we followed the law. But do. she had enough to drink to want to run around a horse track. She so that did. Was, that, was a, <laughs> that was an interesting night. What about you, Ben? Oh, Lord. All right. I was working in an event, I think, last year. Is that want to tell that story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was working in an event last year. Might as well now. <laughs> It was a wedding, and the wedding was lit. Like, when I was setting up, they were trying to get drinks. And, of course, I obliged. And they were a really cool crowd. But there was this one lady. She was there. 
And she was one of the people that started getting lit early. So at the tail end of the night, maybe it was like maybe 30 minutes left, she came over and she's like, can I get another red wine? And I was like, all right, cool. So <laughs> so I, I poured her the red wine. And when I looked at her, her titty was out. <laughs> oh, man. Was, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> Instead of me being like, you know, because I was shocked. I was like, oh, what's going on here? So instead of me being like, oh, wow, oh, excuse me, miss, you, your breast is exposed, I just was like, yo, your titties out. And she's like, oh. And she just put it away, and then she just walked off, and it was like, yo. Did she, she walk away with the red wine? Or she was she had bad. the red wine. Oh, she had put her titty away. It was a crazy evening. <laughs> you never know what happens at uh, the Chastain Horse Park. Hey, yeah, no, that was not. Oh, no, that, that, that was somewhere else. <laughs> That's never happened. You there. just never know. I mean, and that's what we tell people. Exactly. You know, you hope for the best and you just it's it's not always smooth. There's things that will happen and you have to just go with the flow, be respectful and yes. just uh keep the uh, event going strong. It's really like you get what you get as a bartender, but like any kind of service industry job, you always meet people and you're dealing with people, so you never know what's going to happen. And one thing that probably shouldn't happen is sometimes, well, because people are people. Yeah. They say some things. Yeah. And is, has anybody ever said, or like, what's one of the common things that you ever heard people say to you as the bartender? Mind you, if it's like an open bar. Like, what's one oh, of the Oh, I remember the guy, remember the uh, film executive that uh, they had a wedding there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave us that bottle of tequila. I don't know if you were working. It was a bottle of tequila. And he was like, he said, nobody is supposed to get any of this but me. Just make sure you put it behind the bar. And I think yeah. it was a tequila that maybe they made less than 100 bottles because it had the bottle etched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and so I remember that. That was a memorable day. And I remember he was serious. He's like, let's, oh, yeah. They can have everything else, <laughs> beer, wine, all the rosé that they could possibly want. Yeah. But you do not, nobody, nobody but me, so. Okay, look, if you paying for it. Oh, yeah, I think you paid for the entire wedding, so that's. I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Like, whenever somebody comes up to me and they say, all right, this is just for blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm never not going to be like, well, that's not fair. Why don't you? I don't care. Here you go. Like, okay, that's what you say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You paid for it. But the one thing that I hate the most, especially at like open bars, it's just, it irritates the hell out of me. Like when somebody come up and it'll be one person at the bar and like when another guest comes up and he's like, hey man, let me buy you a drink. And it's like, oh, nah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, not how it works. <laughs> nobody, you've already bought the drinks. Somebody bought all, all the drinks for you. Them. All of them. <laughs> At a great expense. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Have all the fun, please. Please. But that uh, relationship, it works both ways because what are some of the things that somebody has said to you that made you maybe want to like hop over the bar and be like, yo. Oh, oh <laughs> man. That is a good question. So some people might complain about how long it's taking you to make a drink. When there's 40 people in line and they've asked for a drink that they know takes quite a bit of time, like mm -hmm. an old-fashioned, mm -hmm. if there's 20 people in line and they make a comment about how long it takes, knowing you can't that. really make an old-fashioned fast, that makes sometimes makes me want to jump across the bar. <laughs> it does even out 
because people always you just got the beer drinkers, the wine drinkers. Yeah. And it, thank God for them. Because not everybody needs you know, an 11 minute cocktail. No. Mm-mm. So, that, what about you? Well, actually, I'm, mine was when I was working at the first bar. You, you know the bar. Yes. I'm not going to say it because, you know. But you know the bar. <laughs> that bar. <laughs> that bar. This lady, she came in one time, and I was on um, bartending. Because I'm a bartender. I mean, obviously, I'm stupid. But I was um, at work, and she came in, and she said, oh, let me get some chicken tenders and some, uh, what are them things called? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Potato skins. Yeah. Yes. She ordered some potato skins and some chicken tenders. I was like, all right, cool. So I put in the order and she left. And I went back to the cooks and the cooks was like, oh, Ben, we don't have no potato skins. I was like, oh, damn. And she had already left. So I was like, well, yeah. I'll just wait till she come back. So she came back. She's like, all right, is my food ready? I was like, well, miss, I'm sorry, but we don't have any tater skins. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. I've been going for 20 minutes. Yeah. So my tip cup was like right next to her. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, miss. So I took $10 out and I gave it to her. I was like, oh, well, you know what? You get whatever other appetizer you want. And it's on me. And she's like, oh, she looked at the $10 bill. And she's like, well, the chicken, the chicken tenders and tater skins cost $12. I was like, well, you ain't getting nothing. And I took my tip back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You took your tip back? Hey, sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm giving you my money and it's not good enough for you? Give me my money back. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You never know. You never know what will happen. You don't. You don't. You really don't. But another thing that has to happen, and please, 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 don't feel obligated to do it. Just know it helps us tremendously when you tip us. We like to be tipped. Absolutely, because, listen, we're working hard. We have bills to pay. We have wealth to amass. We have credit card debt to pay off. Oh, yeah. We make hourly, but we need tips. If you're getting a good service like you will with uh, me or Ben Mm -hmm. or anyone that is connected to us who bartends, you should tip properly. Yes. And consistently. And you know what? We take all forms of currency, Cash App. Yes, we do. Venmo, Apple Pay. Yes, we do. Gold, silver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want crypto. I'm sorry. Uh, just give me regular dollars, you know, or anything we'll accept. You can write us into the will. <laughs> I mean, it's it's whatever. Don't feel like there is a form of currency we won't accept. You just make sure you give that. And I I feel like a lot of customers now prefer digital tips through Cash App. Yes. We've seen that in most of our events, a majority of the tips come in cash app. True. Probably 75%. Yes. So we always want to be convenient to what is best for uh, guests. I recently was on the phone with my homegirl, one of my best friends in the world. And she goes to a lot of events and she told me that she thought that maybe putting out the cash app sign and the Venmo sign was like tacky at certain events. But just like Alan said, like people don't carry cash anymore. They don't. So it's just a a trend that's emerging that's going to be the standard because with like Cash App and Venmo, Apple Pay, what can you get tip through Apple Pay? Is that something? Yeah, you can just yeah, yeah, you can just send the tip that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's just it's a different world now. Things have changed. It's not uncommon to see those things in the those venues. So if you think that that's something that like kind of like a little jarring. You're at this beautiful event. It's yeah. like, oh, look at the flowers. Look at the people. Everyone's beautiful. Oh, my God. They have a, a tip sign out. Yeah. 
And we yes, will. And we will. And <laughs> we, we put our heart and soul into this, and we always make sure that we are providing a good product. Of course. People rarely, we joked about long lines, but really, it rarely happens. We're going to make a drink in a few minutes, less than a minute, and get you moving, get you back to enjoying the wedding, because... The more time you're spending at the bar, the less time you're spending enjoying it with your friends. Exactly. And we always move you through fast and we'll have we good conversations with people if that's what they want to do as, as long with still handling other guests' needs. Yeah. But that level of service deserves a tip. And thankfully, again, we have a lot of homeowners and clientele that are more higher income and their friends always tip and people do tip good. And it's just, yes. that's the environment that we are accustomed to. And we encourage you that if you go to an event and, and the bartender has been doing good, we're not saying tip good. If they would cuss you out or like, nah, 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 drink, no, like, no. Uh, don't just tip them. Cause we're saying tip is like, if they did a good job, yeah. You tip them. Everybody gets tipped. Bartender. I mean, barbers get tipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah Waiters yeah, get yeah. tipped. I mean, it's really, if you felt the service was good, that is what you need to do. And I also wanted to address something uh, with tipping really fast. Another thing that she brought up was she asked me if if I give you like a 20 in the beginning of the event, is that good enough? Hell yes, because most people don't give us anything. So yeah, if you 20, give us yeah. a 20, yeah. 20 is good. Like 20 is actually pretty decent because we're going to get it yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is just an episode that we wanted to hit y'all with, telling you about our bartender story. And yes, sir. Advice as well. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again next week with another wonderful episode. You can get all into it. All right, the Tequila Vibe. Let's go. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Tequila Vibe. Now, take a shot. Follow us and leave a review wherever you listen to podcast audio.